Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Is it time? Let's do this. It's time for Real Golf Radio, the longest-running nationally syndicated golf show in the country. With insights and experience of professional golfer Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper, and the passion and, uh, well, fun of Brian Taylor. Nice. Here they are, the hosts of Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. Welcome in to this 2020 PGA Championship Edition of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor. He's Bob Casper, son of the legendary golfer Billy Casper, who has three major championships on his resume, along with 51 PGA Tour wins, one of the greats of all time. And uh, we thank you for joining us. Got a great show for you today. We're going to check in with some of our friends there at uh, TPC Harding Park as we find ourselves in the virtual media center this week rather than on property, how we would customarily be. Troy Merritt, who was oh so close last week at the CUDA, as well as Jeff Babineau, uh, who is writing for the PGA of America, PGA.com. They'll both join us from on-site. America's favorite caddy stops by as well. And we'll give you the storylines and observations that we've had over the first couple of rounds as the first major championship in 13 months finally is underway here in the world of golf. Uh, and again, thanks for joining us. Find us online at realgolfradio.com. Twitter handle is at realgolf. Instagram and Facebook at realgolfradio. And of course, our show can be downloaded on your favorite podcaster sites, iHeartRadio and the like. Bob, uh, it sure feels good to have major championships golf being played and as we talked about leading into it whether or not it would feel major at least from this distance and from what I can tell from the players it definitely feels different the players the fans that are watching from the distance uh, feels a little more major than the other events we've seen so far yeah it means a little bit more it is a major championship Uh, it's being played at Harding Park which is a TPC Harding Park which is a public venue that uh, that the P- PGA Tour owns, but um, you know it's it's great so far. Watching what these guys have done over a couple of days, how they've attacked the golf course when they get out position, how difficult it is um, from the fairway. Sometimes you have a good lie, sometimes you don't. Um, but you know what, the, the leaderboard is a pretty good one, and some and there's some good guys up top. 
Clearly, this is a golf course that favors the guys that can drive it a long ways, but yep. it, it mixes it up a little bit. We've seen a little bit of every kind of golfer uh, near the top of the leaderboard. I mean, Zach Johnson on day one, he, mm-hmm. he fired a nice round, and then Brendan Todd's been hanging in there. Not exactly bomber categories, but guys that are really in control of their golf ball. Of course, you see the long guys that are definitely out there and taking advantage of what they can. But you got to hit fairways, Bob, as you mentioned. Yes, you, know, you do. I'm not so sure about the 50-50 lies they're talking about. It seems to be a bit of a penalty as the week goes on we'll talk about all of it and more thanks for joining us brian and bob with you right here on real golf radio in golf we love the way technology helps us better enjoy the game the same goes for our other pursuits if fly fishing is one of those let me introduce you to the river quiver fly fishing is about the journey moving from spot to spot until you land that fish you've been looking for all day well what do you do with your rod break it down hang it out the back window you're not going to let it roll around in the back of your truck just slide it in your river quiver fully assembled and ready to fish this premium rooftop fly rod holder is designed to protect your rod and give you more time on the water to catch more fish locked loaded ready to fish find your river quiver at riversmith.com to be the number one irons in golf for five consecutive years and counting callaway can't stop pushing the limits that's why they've used artificial intelligence to create the new maverick irons ai has uniquely engineered a flash face cup in every maverick iron to maximize distance throughout your entire set while each club's center of gravity is precisely positioned to optimize launch new distance is out there it takes a maverick Find it. Get new distance at CallawayGolf.com. Callaway, the number one irons in golf. How did we create our most advanced tour ball ever? We invested and built one of the most advanced golf ball facilities in the world. Inside and out, we've re-engineered every aspect of ChromeSoft to create our fastest, highest quality, and most consistent tour ball ever. A new era of innovation has built a ball for total performance. The new Chrome Soft. This ball changes everything. From the brand that sells over 2 million backpacks per year, OGO's new Fuse Stand Bag will have you feeling as fresh on the 17th hole as you did on the second. Integrating industry leading strap technology, OGO's Fuse Stand Bag is the perfect companion for the walking golfer. With wide and dense padding and the self-leveling fit disc technology, the Fuse delivers unparalleled walkability. This season, make sure your stand bag is as light as Fuse. Learn more about the best bags in golf at ogo.com slash golf. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus it's one of those moments you'll always remember now back to real golf radio with brian and bob 
Welcome back. Real Golf Radio, Brian Taylor, Bob Casper. Thanks for joining us here in our 2020 PGA Championship coverage. Finally, a major championship being played, and it's brought to you in part by Callaway Golf and the new breakthrough technology and golf ball innovation, the Chrome Soft X. The modern tour ball is now available. Increased distance, consistent ball flight, incredible feel and control, and, of course, optimized aerodynamics. You can find out more at CallawayGolf.com, and I recommend getting the Chrome Soft X or the Chrome Soft, whichever you prefer, with that triple track technology, which it's available. Although it's hard to find, Bob. I found myself having to search for it. I can't currently I'm out of triple track, so I'm just putting the standard No lines. I got no lines on my ball, Bob. You know, I was out in my garage the other day and I found another box of triple track one dozen from last year mm. and I'm a happy man. Yeah, good for you. I mean, the balls last year were really good, but uh, yep. they're even better this year. Check out the new 2020s, CallawayGolf.com. All right, uh, we, as I mentioned, it does feel different. It feels major this week. Mm-hmm. Um, it's odd, certainly, to not have the fans. But here's a different perspective. You get to see this golf course. I'll, I'll throw this one out there, Bob. The Maybe Harding Park benefits from this because a lot of the infrastructure that you would normally see surrounding these greens is not there. You know, you, it's unique to see what players putting on a green and right behind there's other players on the tee that are just watching. They're in plain view because there isn't a gallery or a grandstand separating the two, you know, playing areas. And so from that standpoint, I think you get a little better look on television without the, the, the as many towers and, and grandstands yeah. and such. And, and it's a little bit more difficult for the players because if a guy hits a shot that's a little long or maybe hits one thin out of the bunker or something like that, you don't have anything to collect it as far as the the fans or, like you said, those bleachers or, or, or tents or whatever. So oh, These um, guys got to play without backstops? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like they pulling the, the bumpers out of the bowling when alley? When they're normally playing, when everybody's around. So um, it's I think it's a little bit more difficult. It's easier to get get the ball. Uh, the depth perception is much better when you've got infrastructure around and that kind of thing. So it's pretty interesting to see what's going on. I, I'll tell you, it, it's hard for me to tell exactly if the golf course is really hard or in some cases fairly easy. It, it, it seems like it's just one of those tests that if you're driving it well, you, there, there's scores out there. I mean, we've seen guys yeah. that have reeled off three, four birdies in a row and we've seen a couple of six under pars and things like that. But at the same time, boy, there are some high scores out there and you'll see guys. I mean, even Rory McIlroy with a triple yesterday. I, I mean, it can get you in a hurry if you get out of position. Yeah, there's four or five holes on the golf course that are 460 and above. Um, and so when you've got those and they're par fours, it becomes a little bit more difficult. And as we talked about in the preview last week, uh, only two par fives on the golf course. One is pretty easy, um, which is the 10th hole, but the fifth hole is pretty tough uh, and it's and it's long. So it's not one that a lot of guys can get to, and it's more of a three-shot type hole. Yeah, and, and of course the the wind, we, we've talked about the, the, the conditions and things yeah. like that out there along the bay. And of course they're right on Lake Merced, but you know, when you don't have the winds that have been up, and, and we, we, saw, we saw it a little bit, but for the most part, it's been really quite nice weather, and, and it seems like ideal scoring conditions. So I guess that's why I find myself a little perplexed at some of the best players in the world that have struggled. Now, I, now that's not to take away from anything on the great leaderboard, but let, let's start at the top with, you know, how Tong Lee, you know, finishing his second round and getting it at eight under par. Bob, I did, of course, I have to go to the media guide, and you start looking up, you know, <laughs> what's how Tong Lee doing? 
And his last six rounds, Bob, he's 17 over par. Let me say that again. He shot seven over and missed the cut at the Memorial and then was 10 over because there is no cut at the WGC in in Memphis last week. So he comes in with those six rounds, 17 over, and then promptly fires, you know, a couple of rounds in the mid sixties to, you know, finish up at the lead with at, at eight under par. I mean, it's, it's remarkable. That's golf, I guess, huh? Yeah, it is golf. Um, you know, one week, as my dad used to say, you're, you're an also Rand, uh, in the field. (laughs) You miss the cut. You you know you you don't play very well, and the next week you're a champion. Um, so that happens all the time on the PGA Tour. These guys are such good players that anybody in this field um, ha- has an opportunity to win this golf tournament. And Hao Tong Lee, yeah, as you said, 16 over par in his last two tournaments. Um, but you know here he is. Maybe he found something. Maybe he figured out something. Um, he sure did spend a lot of time after his round on the range. Um, yesterday. So um, he's working hard to try to keep this thing going. Cameron Champ, another one firing a 64 in there uh, in round number two. Uh, along with Tom as well. Right. What do you make of those two guys that we haven't talked much about at all since the restart? Well, you know, you think about Cameron Champ. Cameron Champ's a guy that can bomb it. Um, he can hit it right to left as well as he hits that little low pinch left to righter. There's, there's, a bunch of tee, tee balls where you got to hit that little low shot. Um, and, you know, Cameron Champ is is a great player. He's a winner, two-time winner on the PGA Tour. So this would be a good one for him also. Tommy Fleetwood, of course, is a guy from Europe that has continued to put himself in the scene of golf, Ryder Cup, uh, other majors, that kind of thing. But 64 in the second round was no joke. And let's not forget, this is Mr. 63 in the final round of the U.S. Open yes. at Shinnecock, trying to chase yep. down Brooks Kepka, just wasn't quite able to do it. And, yeah, that's 64. I mean, look, that's a guy that's not afraid to go low in major championship golf. Mm-hmm. And a kind of a ball striker's ball striker, wouldn't you say, about Tommy Fleetwood? No doubt about it. You know, he's got that abbreviated follow-through. Um, but, it's you know, he's he definitely strikes the ball well. And when he putts well, um, you get – you see what's right here. He's up at the top of the leaderboard. Yeah, it's 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 going to be interesting to see how it all unfolds. And, of course, uh, continuing to keep an eye on Brooks Kepka. You, you talk about history in the making. A lot of things in 2020 that are happening that we haven't seen in some time. Brooks Kepka looking to be the first player since Walter Hagen. How many times do we bring that name up other than Bagger yep. Vance? You know what I mean? Hagen back almost 100 years ago won three PGAs in a row. And that was back when it was a match play format. Brooks, man, that guy, what an athlete, especially on the big stage. We'll take a short break. We'll come back and uh, we'll check in with our good friend, Jeff Babineau, who's on site at the Media Center at TPC Harding Park for the 2020 PGA Championship. More Real Golf next. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. You might know Mountain Land Supply for its plumbing products, but did you know Mountain Land Supply also carries landscaping, irrigation supplies, and tools? They can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe, 
sprinkler heads, and nozzles to use for your yard. Using smartphone technology, you can even control your watering with state-of-the-art controllers. For all your landscaping needs, go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Introducing the amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts. And I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. Tee it up at Uinta Golf and find your right fit. At Uinta Golf, they take customer service to a whole new level. Not only do they fit for clubs, they take pride in servicing customers throughout the entire store. They'll help you find the right shoes, bags, gloves, balls, apparel, and more. You'll find name brand equipment at guaranteed lowest prices every day. So buy it, try it. They know you'll like it because Uinta Golf helped you find the right equipment. Visit Uinta Golf and get custom fit today. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day 100% satisfaction guarantee. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you on a PGA Championship edition of the show. 102nd playing out at Harding Park in San Francisco. And what did they say, Bob, uh, that the famous writer, the coldest winter I ever spent was the summer of, in San Francisco? Yes. So, something like that. So yeah. seeing guys with beanies on and uh, all all dressed up, bundled up. You know, it, it tends to get that way in the media center regardless of location. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, But we wouldn't know because we're not out there this week. And so uh, excited to go out to our next guest. He can give us a full scene setter from inside the limited press center. And that's why, you know, the best of the best get invited to a attend these things and that's why Jeff Babineau is on site at Harding Park and uh, doing pool riding for the PGA of America this week. Jeff how are you man? I'm doing great how you guys doing? Good so uh, am I right is it is it a little chilly out there or what? Well I tell you what the uh, yeah that was, that was Mark Twain's famous line about the the uh, coldest winter he ever spent and for three days here on the grounds it was freezing uh, but once the first tee shot went off on Thursday morning Kind of the winds were down. We got, you know, here on, the sun's been shining. Uh, it's been kind of nice. Uh, you know, that marine layer is kind of laid off, and, and we have a nice summer major going on, which 
I didn't know if we'd see that earlier in the week. Well, you're a guy that always wears shorts, so that's why it was really freezing, huh? Yeah, well, this year, this week I'm official. I'm working with the PG of America, so I'm going all long pants. So Slacks. Tough. I, I didn't know if I'd had that many in my closet. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that, is that why Doug Ferguson's never worked for the PGA of America? Because yeah. he have to give up those Hawaiian he, shirts? He'll never make it. The shorts <laughs> guy. Shorts and Hawaiian shirt, right? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, let's talk about just just the overall scene setting. You know, one of the interesting storylines coming in this week is how is this going to feel uh, with it being a major championship? And we haven't had one for over a year. Uh, golf has obviously been going now for the last several weeks, but without fans, how is it? Do you feel a difference this week? And do players feel a difference this week with it being a major? Yeah, it's hard not to feel a difference, really. I mean, it's um, it's just odd. I mean, Tiger's announced on the first day yesterday, you know, Tiger, here we go. It's the winner of the uh, 2006, 2007, uh, or 99, 2000, you know, four-time PGA champ, and there's nothing. And, and you know, for like an Adam Scott who hasn't been out here at all, uh, hearing stuff like that, or he, he went to wave to a crowd after he made a birdie and realized – there's no crowd there. So it's definitely different. Uh, you know, it, it does have a, you know, you have a major feel because you have a, a really sleepy venue here. This, this venue has really impressed the players, TPC Harding Park. Uh, but without the fans, you just kind of, some players are having a little bit of a hard time kind of, you know, producing their own energy without something to feed off of. So it definitely is different. So who all uh, is allowed on the golf course as far as media, um, you know, television? Is, is any family at all allowed on the course? No, I don't see any family. I mean, I, I see maybe uh, some instructors. Uh, I don't see agents this week. Uh, it's really light. I mean, you know, maybe la- maybe on Thursday watching Tiger, there was maybe a, at one. We started out in the first green. There was 26 people around the green. You know, so you have some media walking with him, some radio guys, TV guys. Um, but that's it. And, you know, by the time he was finishing up his opening nine, maybe there are 80 to 100 people. You have, I think the volunteer crew here went from 3,000 to 400. Uh, they're just trying to be really, really safe, you know, and they, they test 156 players and 156 caddies, and everyone uh, was, was negative for the coronavirus. And, you know, they're trying to be really safe about it, keeping players in their bubble. Uh, you can't stop players and talk to them. You can only get them in, like, a mass kind of setting. It's just different rules and, and different times for sure. So how about the golf course uh, and the way that it's played so far? Uh, you know, it, it's it seems like the greens are really rolling well. Uh, players enjoying that. There's a lot of putts being made. We saw Tiger roll in that first round, a 33, 34-footer. And, you know, guys are making birdies out there. Not that it's an easy golf course, but I think the greens, the guys are loving them, huh? I think it's a good golf course, and the guys are, are very complimentary about the greens. Uh, they get a lot of POA out of the greens. So it's mainly bent. They're rolling really nice. I mean, you know, the rough is up. The main defense of this golf course, I think, is is certainly the weather, right? I mean, you kind of expect it to be cold. It could be in the 50s. Expect it to be breezy. We're so close to the ocean. Uh, And really, the wind laid down on opening day, and you had 47, I think, guys shoot 70 or better. I think that was the number. 
Um, so it was, uh, it was different. I mean, that's, that's the defense on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday here, guys were talking about Parr being a great score this week and they weren't expecting the wind to lay down as it really did the first two days. So, uh, I, I haven't seen the forecast for the weekend, but certainly that's the biggest defense here. And, and uh, you see it pick up a little bit in the afternoon, but it hasn't been as strong as I think you would normally expect. Yeah, Bones Bones McKay, who's who's caddying for Justin Thomas, he was saying earlier in the week that it's almost a with the coolness and the wind and the dampness and everything, it's almost an eight percent you had to add to um, your yardages and that kind of thing. But not only, like you said, the defenses, the weather, and that kind of thing, that that rough in some places is really brutal, isn't it? The rough is brutal. Uh, I mean, you can make some putts here because the greens are, there's not a lot of undulation in the greens. That's that's one thing. But the rough is brutal, and you really have to hit fairways. I, uh, you know, how Tom Lee is out to a, got out to a fast start on Friday is muscling some shots out of the rough onto greens, which, you know, from 200 yards plus, which a lot of guys aren't doing. Uh, it's just, you know, it's like a 50-50 deal when you see your ball in the rough, whether or not you're going to get it up there on the green. So, you know, Terry Egg is lauded as probably the best setup guy in the business. Uh, he, he has the rough here pretty juicy, and that's a really great defense. You have to drive it great, and you really can't back off the driver a whole lot because, uh, you know, you have some, I think he has six par fours here, 460 or better. So you need to hit the driver. So it's, it's uh, I think it really tests all parts of your game, and I think it's really going to produce a good winner. Jeff Babineau joining us uh, from Harding Park in the 2020 PGA Championship, and you got to love the mix. You got some of the best players in the world right up there. You got some others that you know we 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 wondered about. I mean, Zach Johnson jumping in early. How Tong Lee, you mentioned Brendan Todd continues to play well. Uh, so there's a lot of players that have a mix of games. You, you know, guys that are bombers certainly they have their advantages, but you know there's a premium on hitting fairways as you just talked about. And that brings a lot of different types of players in play, which bunches guys up a little bit more, and I think provides a, a little bit more excitement. Do, do, would you agree? Yeah. Well, I think it's key that it's firming up because it does help those medium medium like guys, the Zach Johnsons. I mean, Brendan Todd. I, I said this. You must love this place as well as you drive it. That you have to have fairways. He goes. I thought I would, and then his first practice around, he hit four woods into par uh, fours. <laughs> so it's it's got some meat to it, you know. Uh, but like you say, yeah, there is a good mix. It was kind of a, an opening day. It was funny. There's kind of a whistling straights feel to it, right? You had, you had Martin Keimer, who we haven't seen forever, up on a leaderboard. Yeah. And uh, you had Jason Day, who won 2015 in whistling straights. Uh, he was up on that leaderboard. And, and um, you know, you just, you're going to have to have guys who tough it out. Uh, you're really going to have to hang in there. You're going to get some bad breaks if you do hit it a little offline here and, and you just got to kind of hang in there and battle. Uh, it almost has a, a feel of a U.S. Open. Uh, if the wind comes up, I think scoring wise, it'll have a feel of a, of a U.S. Open more so than sometimes when the PGA kind of just lets you get out there and get after it and doesn't mind if you're making birdies. You know, it's and along with what you just said, that that comment and 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 you mentioned to me a few minutes ago about Kerry Haig. One of the things that he does so well is he sets a golf course up really, really well. And then he lets the guys go play. It's not like he's trying to change it every day to, um, you know, to to conserve par or anything like that. He he lets the guys go play and, and show their talents and abilities. Yeah, and it's yeah. I mean, he 
he knows the essence of golf is fun, right? He wants it to be fun. He's got the the 16th hole here set up at 285 in the second round. I mean, so guys are going to go after that par four green, have some fun, and see some eagles. Uh, but he's fair. You know, you don't you don't hear a lot of players complaining at a PGA about the setup. He, it's almost like you know, if you're a great offensive lineman in football, no one's ever really mentioning your name. You just do your job, and and no one really notices it till the end, right? I mean, that's kind of that's kind of his deal. He lets the players pull. Uh, he sets up a course fairly. There's no there's no trick stuff or crazy hole locations. And uh, I mean, lets these guys play. And more often than not, when you do that, you're gonna identify the best player that week. I love that analogy. Yep. You don't want to be the story, right? You want to let the players be the story. You set it up and let them hey. go. Uh, yeah. You don't. You don't want four holding calls. On <laughs> yeah. In front of eighty thousand people. <laughs> oh, that's great. Jeff Babino joining us from Harding Park. So tell us what we're not seeing out there. Uh, I mean. I've been hearing some cat calls and some things from, uh, you know, the, the announcer's reference outside the fence that people are finding ways yeah. to peer in. What, what, what is it like? What do you see? There's a couple of spots. Yeah. In the back nine, there's guys peeking through a, a fence, you know, and so you have a little bit of that. Um, I tell you what, without the noise of fans here and the constant noise, players hear everything. So, you know, they're hearing camera guys set up and, I saw Justin Rose got mad. He, he hit a putt as a guy was trying to put a camera on a tripod near the green uh, on the opening day, and they really hear everything. And, and you hear player conversations too. If we're if we're walking along, which is kind of cool, and I think they're going to they'll have a lot of that audio, you know, in the ESPN Plus feed and the, the SiriusXM radio feed. You're going to hear a lot of player caddy audio, which is kind of cool. You know, some of the banter and all that. Um, it's just it's different uh you know it's hard to explain it, it the, some of the players paul case was talking about this feeling and, and rory as well just it's tough not having that energy to pull from and uh and you know and i and i think on sunday a guy that hasn't been in the mix in a major go to the 18th home there's not thirty thousand people lining the fairways i mean that's an advantage for that guy who's, who doesn't have the experience in the right you know, whereas the Kepkas and the Spieths and the Rorys and the Tigers, they have a comfort level in that setting. So it, it's just kind of, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out and what equalizes what and uh, what we get for a winner. So definitely more of a relaxed type of atmosphere and not not the normal tension that you would feel at a major championship. Yeah, I mean, Adam Scott said he didn't walk the first day to major and not felt, you know, he had played in them forever. He was home in Australia, and I mean, he just didn't feel the nerves that he's going to feel because you're not, you know, you're not seeing the grandstands and you don't the build up to it. Uh, and when you pull in the parking lot, all the white tents everywhere, so you don't have that here this week. Uh, but it's, but it's, you know, the players. It's also not a Wednesday practice round. I mean, you have a great field, you're playing for history, you have a great venue that they've they like a lot, and uh, they know, you know, there's history on the line here. And, and, you know, we're starting a stretch where we're going to have seven majors in 11 months. And imagine if you get hot in that stretch, you know, you can kind of put your footprint into history right here in a hurry. So it's going to be a stretch like we've never seen in golf and hopefully we'll never see again. Uh, but it, it's going to be great for the fan to see you know, this many majors real in less than a year's time. Hey, Jeff, before we let you go, you know, Brooks Kepka. 
trying to do something we haven't seen at a PGA Championship, you know, since it's been stroke play. And, and over 100 years, nearly 100 years ago, uh, we see Walter Hagen win three in a row. I, some, one of our friends sent us a video, a USGA My US Open piece on, on Bob's dad, Billy Casper, and I was watching it today. And he said in his comments that he said, the more pressure that I have on me, the more comfortable I felt. You know, so I, I and he talked about how he relished the pressure. And this is a this is one of the great champions in in the game's history. Fifty one wins and three majors, mm, winning at Wingfoot right. and and all of that. And I think about Brooks. And, time from where I am. Yeah, 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 exactly. And there's a there's a there's there's this Brooks Kepka guy that you know um, yeah. you know just seems to have that same mentality. The bigger the stage, the more comfortable he feels. He he really enjoys this. It's we could be watching some historic right. stuff with him this week. Hey, you know, I mean, he's got more major wins than regular tour wins, right? And, I mean, yeah. he's, he's, when you get on the grounds this week, I mean, everyone's like, who you like, who you like? I, that's the guy I like. I mean, that's a, that's a gift. That's a rare gift that he can come out here in the most precious situations. I think of how he's getting in there right away, and he, he embraces it. Uh, Tiger always did that. You know, you go up against Tiger in, in the final round of a major on Sunday and you know he's got the edge because he's this is old hat to him right he's, this is his comfort level and I love that Kepka uh, does that has that comfort level I, I think I see a little bit in Xander Shockley uh, who's on the board this week I see a little that in him too like big events he rises and you, and you love those guys right those are gamers in other sports and, and it's rare so uh, for Brooks Kepka, I mean, I think he's a rare cat. I mean, I, when he talks about getting double-digit major victories, uh, you know, he could get halfway there this week for sure. Yeah, that's amazing. Hey, Jeff, thanks for your time. Great work in the media center as well, and we always appreciate your insight and uh, conversation around the game. Enjoy the weekend there. Thanks, man. Check us out on PGA.com this week, and hopefully we'll have a great weekend. Yeah, we'll thanks, do Jeff. so. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, guys. There you go. Jeff Babineau. Check him out. PGA.com is where you can find him, and he's uh, doing some great work out there at TPC Harding Park and the 2020 PGA Championship. We'll take a short break. Our coverage continues next right here on Real Golf Radio. Love what you've been seeing from Quater by Travis Matthew? Then you'll love the new additions to their golf footwear line, the Ringer and the Wild Card. Whether you're looking to just show up and swing or if you're looking for something that'll make you look like you know what you're doing, even if your game says otherwise, Quater's new premium performance golf shoes have something for everyone. First-time customers will receive 15% off their purchase when they visit Quater.com. That's 15% off your first Quater purchase when you visit www.Quater.com. When it comes to putting, alignment is arguably the most important part of the equation. Okay, let's face it. If you're not lined up correctly, the odds of you making anything are next to nothing. Which is why Odyssey continues to set the standard for performance with the new triple track putters. The distinct triple track alignment lines that you've seen on Callaway golf balls, they're now featured on the new triple track putters from Odyssey. It's shocking how much easier it is to line up your putts. Wow. Triple track technology utilizes a principle called, you ready for this, vernier hyperacuity. 
What? To improve your alignment and your putting accuracy. That's that same visual technology used to land jets on aircraft carriers. Hey, now that's reliable and accurate. And once you're lined up, you can focus on making a great stroke. Just like Bob always does, which is even easier since every triple track putter has a multi-material consistency enhancing stroke lab shaft that's been winning major championships and dominating at tour events around the world. Get lined up with the new triple track putters at odysseygolf.com. Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. Callaway knows you can't create new distance by doing the same old, same old. It takes unconventional thinking to create something transformative, and that's what Callaway did with the new Maverick driver. Maverick's Flashface SS20 was designed using artificial intelligence, a powerful supercomputer tested and refined thousands of virtual prototypes until it created Callaway's fastest, most forgiving driver possible. New distance is out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Explore Maverick drivers at CallawayGolf.com. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. When I'm not on the golf course, you'll probably find me in a river. Sometimes I only have a short time to fish. Sometimes I'm out all day going from spot to spot. Either way, I always wrestle with transporting my fly rod. Well, I found the perfect solution. The River Quiver by Riversmith. Handcrafted and designed in Boulder, Colorado by fishermen for fishermen. This premium rooftop fly rod holder transports your fully assembled, fully rigged fly rod safely and securely so you're ready to fish. And it looks sick on the roof rack. Locked, loaded, ready to fish. Get your River Quiver at Riversmith. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, as we continue our coverage of the 2020 PGA Championship at TPC Harding Park. And uh, pleased to welcome in our good friend. He's a two-time winner on the PGA Tour and was just a point away from his third a week ago and competed this week at the PGA Championship at Harding Park as well. Troy Merritt joining us right now. Hey, Troy, how are you? Hey, guys. Uh, thanks for having me back on. I'm uh, still recovering from uh, last week in Truckee. I'll tell you what, uh, before we talk PGA, yeah, let's let's talk about that. I mean, first of all, I, I loved when the announcer said, you know, they, they the producers approached you about being mic'd up again after the first round, that, about doing it again in the final round, and yeah. you said, yeah, sure, whatever. Uh, I mean, that that's like that's so you, first of all, but I don't <laughs> think there's very many people that would have agreed to it, and it gave us a really, I thought uh, – unique and an insightful perspective as a from a guy in the final group trying to win a golf tournament yeah you know and, and i didn't do it to make anybody else look bad you know I, I did it because i genuinely wanted to i thought it'd be uh not only you know cool for uh the, the people that watched on tv but it was, it was i thought advantageous for myself you know it helped kept uh, me uh, in the moment kept, uh, kept me in check you know if i hit a poor shot or made a bogey you know there's no reason to start out and off let's just move on and, and play the next shot and you know as a result we're just hitting you know good shot after good shot and yeah just ended up coming up uh, one point short got beat again this year 
I yeah. like the way you turned that around. A little bit more selfish desires from wearing the mic than 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 anything else. So, um, you know, it's it's an interesting format. It's that modified Stableford system. How, how different is that to play as compared to stroke play? Yeah, you know, it it gives you a chance to uh, to make up from you uh, for your mistakes. You know, pretty quickly. You know, when a bogey's minus one and a birdie is plus two you know you're not going to get hurt too much if you make two or three bogeys because if you go out and throw five, four, five, six birdies on the board, you're going to be making up some ground still. So, you know, for me, you know, in my career, you know, I tend to make uh, my fair share of birdies, but I also make my fair share of bogeys. But, you know, when birdies worth double what a bogey is, you know, when you lose it, you know, it's, it's just a good format for me. And uh, I struggled with it the first uh, two years that I played in Reno, most because the golf course I didn't think suit my eye and, or suited my eye, and then uh, yeah, these last two years, you know, 54 hole leads and and getting beat in the end by better play. I mean, just it is what it is. But I love the format. Call it better play. Call it. Uh, I mean, you know, guy holes out. You know, I mean, I know that's golf, but uh, you know, there's there's a little bit of a little element of luck there that went uh, Wierenski's way. But that's okay. Uh, not to take anything away from me. He played. Would he throw down 11 points in the last? Six, seven holes, something like that. That's pretty impressive stuff. But all right, I wanted to ask you this though. You talk about all you said all the right things about being mic'd up. One, are you normally is that a normal conversation for you? A conversation round, or were you? Did you actually did you adapt it a little bit for the microphone? And two, didn't feel like Wayne had a whole lot to say. Your caddy. No, it's. I mean, it's it's pretty typical. You know, just kind of a little bit of chit chat here and there. I will say. Uh, you know, I might have had a little bit less to say just because, you know, we're in the heat of the moment, wanted to keep my focus on the golf. And uh, Wayne was 100% juiced up, competitive mode. You know, just, I mean, he, he would have gone off had he uh, got anything out of his mouth. But he, he was just really in the moment. So um, that's just, you know, who, you know, Wayne is. When you get in the heat of the moment, he just kind of, he just wants to win so bad, sometimes he doesn't have anything to say. And if I'm not screwing up at all, he definitely doesn't have anything to say. So. <laughs> Uh, no, it was just, it was fun. You know, it was a good experience, but, uh, you can't, you know, par the last 10 holes and expect to win unless it's a, a U.S. Open. So if we get in that situation here next month at Wingfoot, you know, maybe uh, 10 pars the last 10 holes will be good enough. <laughs> you know, and that's, we, we have a caddy on every week. Uh, we call him the caddy on our, on our radio show. And that's one of the things he said, um, you know, about Wayne or about you, when you get in the heat of the moment, you, you understand when you've been with a player long enough, what to say and what not to say um, to keep your player playing the best. Yeah. I mean, it's just a sign of a good caddy. You know, if things are going well, you just, you know, you let the golfer golf. I mean, you know, as as players, we've done it our whole lives. uh, For the most part, you know, if we're on the PJ tour, we've been successful our whole lives. And the majority of that was done without caddies. You know, we learned how to play by ourselves, how to compete by ourselves and win by ourselves. Um, so, yeah, the caddy just has to let you go, uh, especially when things are going well. But, uh, you know, then it also depends on, on the player. You know, do, do guys need to hear extra, you know, positive thoughts, you know, before each swing? Do they need to be told what to do here or there? Or do you just need a, a caddy that, you know, keeps the mouth shut 100%, just lets you do what you want to do? And, you know, I'm, I'm kind of in that the, the last half there. You know, we talk about, you know, yardage, wind direction, what number do we want to play it? And then don't tell me how to hit the shot. Just let me hit the shot. I know I know what's going on. I know where I need to hit it, and I know how I'm feeling. So you know, just go ahead and let me hit it. And Wayne usually does a pretty good job of that. 
Troy Merritt joining us here on Real Golf Radio. So, yeah, close one last week. You know, maybe third third year's the charm. We'll, we'll see what happens next year. But, uh, you, you know, you go right from all of that. And, and, you know, we always talk about how tough it is. You know, maybe Justin Thomas is feeling that a little bit after a WGC win last week. But, you know, um, it's tough to come off that being in the heat the way you were of contention and then back it up again, you know, this week, especially at a major championship. Not to not to put excuses uh, out there for you, but uh, was was there some of that hangover a little bit coming? in this week no i felt i felt uh, really good this week i had uh two really good days of practice on the course on tuesday and wednesday i uh, just played the front nine on tuesday back nine on wednesday just to keep the body fresh keep the brain fresh had a good idea of what we wanted to do and then i just hit my driver real poorly uh in the, in the first two rounds and you just can't do that you know in a major championship especially when you know the rough is like it is out here i mean Today alone, I had three uh, three par fours. I was sitting playing from 255, 260 from out of the rough on a second shot, and you're not going to make birdies doing that. You're not going to make pars doing that. Uh, you know, I hit three fairways uh, today and shot two over. Um, I think that was a win for the day. Could have very easily been a lot more. Uh, the putter was great. Uh, bunker play was solid. I scrambled pretty well, but I just couldn't get the ball in the fairway. I mean, it was just a bad week with the driver, and just got to get it cleaned up a little bit, and uh, we'll be ready to go hopefully here for a playoff push. So tell us a little bit about that golf course. Um, did you like the setup? Did you did you like the golf course and and, uh, and that it was played at a TPC uh, public-type golf course? You know, I, I think the setup is very fair. I know my dad has different opinions on that. But uh, I thought it was very fair. And I would have loved it a lot more if I hit a bombing high draw, that's for sure. But my low little uh, pea shooting fade was not the exact <laughs> ball flight uh, on this golf course. I mean, uh, there were a lot of right to left holes, and a lot of those, the wind was off left. And I mean, he only sort of started so far left and tried to get to come back to the fairway. And my miss was to the right all week. And, you know, it's just, I struggled uh, seeing the, the lines. Uh, struggled, uh, you know, just trying to figure out how to get the ball in the fairway, and it showed with my score. I mean, five over par. I mean, probably should have been, you know, quite a bit worse. But I think we're going to end up in the top twenty in the field for putting uh, for two days. But you know, usually when you do that, hopefully you're near the top of the leaderboard, not uh, uh, slamming the trunk by four shots. Troy Merritt joining us here. So when you let's talk about the greens. Uh, Tiger mentioned after the first round that they were in some tricky positions, but it seems like there's quite a few people that were holding putts. How did you find the pin placements and, and the greens in general for putability, I guess, makeability? Yeah, you know, I thought the pins uh, were fair. I mean, it's a major championship. I mean, you're not going to stick them right in the middle of the greens, that's for sure. And, you know, there were some tricky ones out there, but, you know, the players are so, so talented these days, and, you know, very rarely are they shying away from pins that, you got to put them in some tough spots. Otherwise, I mean, the guys are going to go out and shoot 62s and 63s. Uh, you know, even with that breeze up uh, yesterday, uh, you know, I, I felt last night that for whatever reason, the greens got actually a little bit slow in the afternoon, slower than, uh, I mean, maybe what we're used to, but still rolled very smooth. Uh, you know, uh, I, I made, you know, several little mid-range putts with holding speed, so, I thought the greens were, were just fine. I didn't have any issues with them. It was the fairways I had the issue with. I didn't even know they were out there. <laughs> so when you got there earlier in the week with the weather and that kind of thing, um, did the golf course play even longer than it has the last few days? Yeah. Um, you know, I was out there Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I don't remember seeing the sun at all. I mean, just a huge fog bank. 
uh, you know, just above the layer of the trees, and the ball was going nowhere. And yesterday afternoon, it took us, you know, a good six, seven holes to get uh, yardage dialed in. I mean, we are playing 8%, 10%, sometimes 12 15% uh, above a yardage. So a 150 shot, you know, uh, out at TPC Harding Park, we were playing like a 165 to 170 shot uh, on Monday through Wednesday. And then yesterday, we got out there, and the ball was going a little further, and we had to readjust. And it took us just a little bit uh, to do that. But uh, we, we ended up getting the, that figured out. But, uh, no, it's, just, it, it's a very fair golf course. It, it's, it's, a, it's a nice layout. It's in a really cool area. Um, we, just, we just didn't get the ball in the fairway. Well, Troy, you talk about the playoff push. Uh, you talk about uh, what's coming ahead for you. How, how are you feeling? Um, and what about this next stretch? What can you, what can you tell us? Well, this is only uh, number nine in a row for us. Uh, we've played every week since the restart. Uh, we're going to, you know, we, we bumped up to 74 in the FedEx Cup list, which is great. Uh, we'll obviously lose spots this weekend. This year, more than maybe any, it's uh, more important to finish in the top 70 at the end of the season to get in some of the, the no-cut events in the fall and, and the invitationals, you know, once 2021 comes around. Uh, so I, we're going to go ahead and plow forward and play Greensboro. Uh, we got to play some golf and then, uh, you know, obviously we'll play that first event for sure. And then, you know, we need to get to Chicago if that's the goal. So uh, yeah. we'll let uh, a few days go by here, uh, reset the, the batteries and head off to Greensboro where the, the weather will be complete opposite of San Francisco and we'll just get back at it. Life of a tour pro right there. Yeah, exactly. Um, Nine in a row. <laughs> that's a lot. That's a lot. Uh, what, what, do you, what do you expect? Just give us your analysis. And you're, good, you're a good analyst, by the way. Hopefully you'll do some media when you're done playing. But uh, give us your analysis, what you expect from the guys out there, what you saw on the golf course. Who do you like this weekend uh, at, the, at Harding Park? Uh, you know, it's, it's going to be somebody that, uh, that hits it a long way. A hundred percent. You know, uh, you know, I know Brandon Todd's up there and he's been playing some great golf, but he's got to play, you know, near flawless, uh, to, to have a chance on Sunday. And then I hope he does. I know Brendan quite well and he's a great guy and he's been playing great golf, but it's going to be a guy that can push the ball down the fairway. So if he does, uh, you know, miss, miss, miss one or two every now and then he's got short, you know, short irons into the holes and can get him at least on the green. Uh, you know, I, I don't know exactly who's going to win. Um, I really like the way that Tommy's playing right now. I wouldn't be surprised if he's not there uh, all when it's all said and done on Sunday. Um, so I guess for right now, I'll uh, I'll say Tommy since only uh, half the field finished uh, 36 holes. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Well, there's a few people that threw his name out there before the tournament, so yeah. uh, we'll see what happens. Pretty, pretty good stuff. Hey, Troy, thanks for sharing some insights. We appreciate it. Get some rest, and uh, we'll look for you down the road. All right, guys. I appreciate it. Okay. Thanks, you Troy. got it. Troy Merritt joining us right here on Real Golf Radio from San Francisco and the 2020 PGA Championship. We'll take a break. Our coverage of the PGA Championship continues next right here on Real Golf Radio. Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. 
We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Temperatures are rising, and you know what that means. It's time to turn your water on your sprinklers. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate the golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. Hi, welcome back to the show. Brought to you by Callaway Golf and the new Maverick Driver. New distances out there. Take some Maverick to find it. Check out the new Maverick driver at CallawayGolf.com. And I'll tell you what, Bob, uh, a lot of players wanting to hit hit deep, hit that driver deep, but yep. got to take some factors in on the, the weather, right? And the, the sea level, the heavy air, it definitely plays a, a factor on guys choosing clubs and, 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 and the distance they need. Well, you know, it's been interesting. It's warmed up a little bit for the, for the first two rounds to uh, allow the guys to hit some more consistent clubs. But in the practice rounds, it was cool. It was in the 50s and 60 degrees. Guys were wearing sweaters. And uh, Jim Bones Mackay even said that uh, that you had to add 8 to 10%. You know, in talking with uh, Troy Merritt just a few minutes ago, he talked about 8 to 12% uh, that you had to add on based on the cold weather. And then they've had to go on and adjust. Got to continue to adjust on the fly with changing conditions, and uh, we'll see how that continues to play out. We'll talk more about it on the back nine. Hour number two, America's favorite caddy stops by. Thanks for joining us here on Real Golf Radio.
USA Radio News with Tim Berg. Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin says he's recommending executive orders pertaining to enhanced unemployment insurance, evictions, and student loans after talks between him and Democrats went nowhere on Friday. As far as what the Democrats are hoping for, Texas Republican Senator Ted Cruz says... Everything about the Pelosi legislation is designed not to create a single job, but to keep everyone unemployed right where they are. The United States is on the verge of 5 million coronavirus infections. Based on recent averages, the nation will likely hit the grim milestone this weekend. Johns Hopkins data shows more than 160,000 Americans have died from COVID-19-related complications, which means of the people infected, there's over a 96% survival rate. You're listening to USA Radio News. Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time. I've been on this balance of nature for quite some time now. I know that what you put in your body is critical to your health. I listen to AM radio out of Dallas, and you have these people on there witnessing about the differences made in their life. All these people aren't lying about this. I had not even had as much as a cold since I've been taking this, and I'm telling you, my energy level has increased unbelievable. So I'm impressed with it. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 800-246-8751. That's 800-246-8751. Or by going to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code USA. The July job numbers are out. With the details, here's USA Radio Network's John Clemens. This latest report follows the 4.8 million jobs that were added in June before a spike in COVID-19 cases. Eleni Karajorge of the Bureau of Labor Statistics has the latest report. Total non-farm payroll employment rose by 1.8 million in July, and the unemployment rate fell to 10.2%. These improvements in the labor market reflected the continued resumption of economic activity that had been curtailed due to the coronavirus pandemic and efforts to contain it. In July, employment rose in several major industries, with the largest gains in leisure and hospitality, government, retail trade, professional and business services, other services, and health care. The United States has levied sanctions on a host of senior Chinese officials over Beijing's Hong Kong policy, including the region's Beijing-appointed chief executive, Carrie Lam. This is USA Radio News. Working from home? I'm Chad Dodd, veterinarian and consultant to Limp Bells. Here are some tips for keeping your dog fit while staying at home. Find 15 minutes twice a day and walk your pet at a decent pace around your place. Play hide-and-seek by hiding some kibble or favorite toys and letting your dog find them. If you have stairs and your dog is mobile, walk up and down twice a day for 5 to 10 minutes. Or better yet, try a power walk on your terrace or backyard for some fresh air. There are more helpful pet care tips at youmove.com, spelled Y-U-Move.com. Former Vice President Joe Biden has released the Democratic platform for the November election, setting out a foreign policy agenda designed to restore American world leadership after President Trump's time in office. Without proof, Biden accuses the president of having retreated on the world stage and allowing U.S. adversaries to fill the void. Florida Republican Congressman Brian Mass tells Fox News Joe Biden's foreign policy is the worst thing that could happen to the economy and country. 
Biden's foreign policy, it's going to be very simple and it's totally wrong. He's going to say if President Trump did something, it doesn't matter how much it put Americans first. Longtime member of the Angels Media Relations Department and Skaggs had a history of narcotic transactions. Kay voluntarily surrendered to the authorities on Friday per court records. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. iHeartRadio loves music, so let's count the ways. Over 20 million songs from 800,000 artists, all free. And like Pandora, you can create your own custom station from any of those 800,000 artists. Just tell us an artist or even a song that you like, and we'll build a custom playlist for you. Add to that thousands of the best live radio stations, and you'll never have to worry about finding the perfect song for your commute, mood, or party. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app. iHeartRadio is that easy. Download our iHeartRadio app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com. You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. The second nine, the finishing holes, the closing stretch. It starts now. Here's the back nine, our number two of Real Golf Radio. With the steady, stripe it down the middle, make every putt because it's in your blood, Bob Casper, and that better lucky than good handled dragon flipper, Brian Taylor. Here's Brian and Bob. Hey, welcome in. It's hour number two, the back nine of Real Golf Radio on this PGA Championship edition of the show. And uh, we had a great hour number one, thanks to Jeff Babado and Troy Merritt, who joined us from uh, TPC Harding Park. Uh, great to uh, get their perspective from being on site. Of course, we've been uh, covering and managing the, the championship on our end from the virtual media center, which is something new to us as we're accustomed to being on site for the majors. But uh, certainly uh, good to see major championship golf being played. America's favorite caddy still to come later here on the back nine, hour number two. And, you know, Bob, we, uh, we, we've got a lot to get to. There are so many storylines here. And, and one of the things that 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 I've been fixated on and you and I have talked about it a lot on this show is the trials and tribulations of Jordan Spieth you know it, <laughs> it's amazing that, a, that that someone in the game of golf can go from such a high and dominating the game to struggling mightily and boy in his first round he looked lost and he definitely brought it back together a little bit in round number two but yeah. what, do you, what do you make of what you saw out of Jordan the last couple of rounds well, I think he's still struggling with his swing, especially with his driver. Um, you know, his short game is pretty good. His putting's pretty good. Um, you know, his iron shots are pretty decent. But I think it's definitely gotten to him off the tee. 
and um, it's been difficult for him to get around a golf course because of that, uh, especially a major championship where it becomes really difficult as far as driving being one of the things that you really need to do to get the ball in the fairway to be able to score. You know, we're looking at, or at least Jordan Spieth looking to win this for, to complete the career grand slam. So he's he's got that pressure on him. Rory will be facing that later in November when the Masters rolls around. So he'll yep. have an opportunity. It's not an easy thing. And I don't know that Jordan is necessarily in that mindset of trying to win the career grand slam so much as he is searching for his game to come back so that he can get out there and compete and then worry about those types of things. Well, you know, it's pretty interesting. Um you know, when you've got a guy that's been on the top of the world as far as his his golf game is concerned, and then he just kind of becomes a middle of the pack player. It's pretty difficult to to watch at times, um, but you know he's still one of the really good players on the PGA Tour, or else he wouldn't still be out there. No doubt about it. So that's just one of the storylines. We have so much more to talk about: Tiger Woods, Justin Thomas, Dustin Johnson, uh, Jason Day, the leaders as well. We'll get into all of it coming up next as we just get started here on hour number two of our coverage of the 102nd PGA Championship at Harding Park. Stay tuned. Show continues next. How did Callaway create their most advanced tour ball ever? They took Chrome Soft, the ball that changed the ball, and started from scratch, re-engineering every aspect of Chrome Soft from cover to core to make their best-performing tour ball even better. Callaway invested significantly in their U.S.-based golf ball facility in Chicopee, Massachusetts, in order to achieve the next level of innovation. There, they built the new Chrome Soft with a larger dual soft fast core, a new high-speed mantle system, and a thinner urethane cover to deliver an unmatched combination of speed, consistency, spin, and control for complete performance. And now the new 2020 Chrome Soft and Chrome Soft X are both available with alignment enhancing triple track technology. So you'll have that performance lined up from tee to green. This ball changes everything. Get your new Chrome Soft or Chrome Soft X golf balls today at CallawayGolf.com. When it comes to putting, alignment is arguably the most important part of the equation. Which is why Odyssey continues to set the standard for performance with the new triple track putters. Three distinct alignment lines are now centered on every triple track putter head. It's shocking how much easier it is to get it lined up. You know, it's the same visual technology used to land jets on aircraft carriers. It's that reliable and that accurate. And once you're lined up correctly, you can focus on making a great stroke with the Stroke Lab shaft. Get lined up with the new triple track putters at odysseygolf.com. Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. You might remember our supercomputer, that number-crunching golf junkie that harnessed its AI brilliance to create flash fakes, a technology that unlocked performance never before seen in a driver. Well, after our supercomputer nailed the whole making a driver go farther thing, we gave it a new challenge, to design faces for the number one irons in golf. So our Maverick engineers meticulously programmed our supercomputer. It was churning and machine learning until... Boom! Maverick Irons! A breakthrough in iron construction with uniquely designed faces throughout every set. Highly optimized performance for every type of play. We're talking explosive distance, incredible ball speed, and pin-seeking control. As for the supercomputer... It's training for its next assignment. Maverick from Callaway, the number one irons in golf. 
In golf, we love the way technology helps us better enjoy the game. The same goes for our other pursuits. If fly fishing is one of those, let me introduce you to the River Quiver. Fly fishing is about the journey, moving from spot to spot until you land that fish you've been looking for all day. Well, what do you do with your rod? Break it down, hang it out the back window? You're not going to let it roll around in the back of your truck. Just slide it in your River Quiver, fully assembled and ready to fish. This premium rooftop fly rod holder is designed to protect your rod and give you more time on the water to catch more fish. Locked, loaded, ready to fish. Find your River Quiver at riversmith.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. This segment brought to you by Callaway Golf and the new Maverick Driver, a powerful supercomputer tested and refined thousands of virtual prototypes until... It created Callaway's fastest, most forgiving driver possible. New distances out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Enjoy Maverick drivers at CallawayGolf.com. And uh, hopefully you've uh, given one a try. I'll tell you what, man. They are long and fun to hit. And there's oh, no, yes. no question about it. So, yep, absolutely love mine. All right, Bob. It's, you know, we, we, we need to talk about some of the players. But what a crazy couple of things that have happened. I mean, R- Ricky Fowler whiffing. Uh, yep. Bryson. Six-inch putt. Bryson DeChambeau breaking a driver. Uh, I mean, there's been a few odd kind of things that we've seen out there. And then not to mention Martin Keimer's two days. Yeah, Martin Keimer's two days have been pretty crazy. Um, Zach Johnson's two days have been pretty crazy. Ten shots difference in his first and second round. Martin Keimer. 66-82. 66-82. So, uh, what, 16 shots difference? Um, so, Yes, those are some pretty crazy things. Then, then of course, Ricky Fowler whiffing a, a six-inch putt that, in in essence, caused him to miss the cut because he finished at plus two, and the cut is at, at plus one. And then uh, Bryson DeChambeau in the first round um, hits a drive and leans, leans down with his hand on his driver, putting pressure on it to pick up a tee, and all of a sudden, the, shafts, the shaft snaps. And uh, the head comes off his driver. So uh, he went to the rules official and he was able to get that, uh, get that driver shaft replaced, had somebody run to his car and um, they brought it out. And by the time he hit his next hole, he uh, replaced that driver shaft in his driver and proceeded to birdie the next two holes. So that was pretty crazy too. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's uh, there's some interesting stuff. And uh, like you said, Martin Keimer, uh, I mean, I guess the, the tweet of the day has to go to Doug Ferguson of the Associated Press. He said he wants to know what video Martin <laughs> Keimer watched before round number two because he said he watched his Pinehurst vic- runaway victory before the first round and went out there and, and played like a champ that, that he was and has been throughout his yeah. career. And, and then to, you know, second round, boy, it just got <laughs> sideways. You know, okay, so that, that's a couple of examples of how this golf course, certainly how your, your game can change, but this golf course can take it uh, on you as well. And th- th- he w- those two weren't the only ones. Uh, there, were, there were several that struggled, and I guess some of the ones that, that stand out to me, Justin Thomas, you mentioned Ricky's down the road, uh, mm-hmm. Justin Thomas, uh, Jordan Spieth, uh, you know, guy, guys that were Rory McIlroy even. How about uh, guy, Rory, his, his roller coaster rounds? Pretty crazy, really crazy. Justin Thomas in the first round, I think, was a couple under par with, with, uh, with four or five holes to play. He had a ball that stuck up in a tree, one of those Monterey Cypress trees. Ends up making a a double, double or triple bogey there. Ends up shooting um, one over par or a couple over par, and then comes back, you know, with uh, 
with the same type of thing, uh, shooting even par in the second round. And, uh, and he finished at one under par right on the cut line. Another guy I got to mention, Bob, is uh, Tony Finau. And yep. we, you know, we, we've obviously kept a close eye on Tony. Uh, he's one of our, our, our good friends and, and lives here in our, our area. But, uh, you know, he, he's, he's kind of struggled a little bit, especially in the putting category. You know, when, when you look at his ball striking, it's been as good as it ever has been. I mean, yeah. he was leading the, the, the field in the first round with uh, strokes gained approach, uh, as well as uh, being second in tee to green strokes gained, but then 94th in strokes gained putting after the first round. I mean, that, that's the huge disparity. Not hitting a lot of fairways, hitting tons of greens, tied for first in the first round with 15 of 18 greens in regulation. Proximity to the hole was good. He's fifth, but it's just not capitalizing when he had the opportunity. And that, that's the kind of thing you got to do if you're going to win majors, huh? Yeah, you know, in the first round, he he missed some putts early in the round um, on on his first nine holes where, you know, he had one from about five or six feet and he had another one from about six or eight feet. Uh, those are ones that that if you're going to get some momentum and keep going that you want to make those um, then then proceeded to make a bogey, but bounced back with another birdie. So, um, you know, got off to a great start in the second round was two under through four holes, uh, was got up to five under par, um, got up there a couple of times, but then, um, you know, this golf course has a way of, uh, of biting you back. And he ended up making a couple of bogeys coming in and he shot even par in the second round. All right. Um, other guys that we could talk about. I mean, let's mention first of all, how Tong Lee getting in there at eight under par, Bob, I, I inevitably, I had to go back and, and look up how Tong Lee, Mm-hmm. He, his last six rounds, he was 17 over par, seven over wow. par at the Memorial. He missed the cut, uh, of course, when you're seven over through two rounds. And then the WGC where there is no cut in Memphis last week, he was 10 over pretty much dead last. And, you know, I don't know how you go from, you know, shooting those scores to dropping a little, uh, 60, what, 65, 60, yep. 67, 67, 65 out there. Uh, and yep. there he gets to eight under par. So, and then strangely sat out on the range and pretty much the whole night uh, out there practicing and grinding. Yeah, definitely all afternoon. In fact, Jason Day, as he was giving his um, post-round press conference with Tom Rinaldi, um, basically Jason Day was looking at his watch. He was on the putting green when Jason Day teed off. And six hours later, he's still um, hitting bunker shots, chipping, spending two or three hours on the driving range putting, um, you know, and the interest, I, I, I don't know if that's something he does consistently or if he's just trying to groove what, what he had going today. So, um, in, in doing that, you can waste a lot of energy and in major championships, you need to have energy, but the good thing about it is he's in the final group. So he will definitely have a late tea time tomorrow. Um, he, uh, like you said, he shot, uh, what, 60, 65 today? Yeah, 60, 67, had, 65, yeah. Had, had shot uh, shot uh, four under par on the back nine and one under par on the front nine. Had no bogeys. It was a pretty flawless round. Hit 50%. He's hit 50% of his fairways, and he is first in greens and regulation with uh, 80.56%. So 
he really struck the ball well today. All right, Tommy Fleetwood uh, tied for third with Jason Day, Daniel Berger, and Brooks Kepka, Justin Rose in there as well. Uh, you know, when when you talk about Brooks Kepka, we we can talk about Tommy Fleetwood too, and there's a lot of guys to mention yep. in that in that minus six. But you got to go to Brooks Kepka. You know, looking to become the first player since Walter Hagen back in the 1920s. Here we are in the 2020s uh, to win three PGA championships in a row. It's amazing how he seems to you know, grind and, and pull things out. He he is a guy that thrives on playing in major championships. And it's 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 the competition. It's also the pressure of playing in major championship. And as he said before, he said, I know I can beat half the guys that are out there. And he said, I, I can deal with the pressure better than a lot of guys. So I'm going to beat the other half of that half. And uh, he said, just get me in the contention and give me an opportunity and, uh, and, I'll, and I'll, I'll perform. And, and he does perform. Like you said, last two PGA championships he won. He won back-to-back U.S. Opens as well. And here he is now. Only two shots back going in the final round, tied for third. Oh, we saw him getting some uh, final two rounds. Sorry, yeah, getting some stretching done. Uh, his uh, trainer was out there working on his hip, and and said it was afterwards. Said no big deal, do it every day. Woke up a little sore and just got it stretched out. I, which is, by the way, before he even did that interview, I was a hundred percent sure that's what he was going to say. I mean, he's yeah. It's just that's the kind of response that that you would expect out of Brooks Kepka. All right, we'll talk more about some of the other players. We'll welcome in America's favorite caddy. He joins us coming up next and some more of the storyline straight ahead as well thanks for joining us brian and bob with you our pga championship coverage of the 2020 pga at harding park continues next right here on real golf radio Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms, an indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns, and Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure 
sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. You might know Mountain Land Supply for its plumbing products, but did you know Mountain Land Supply also carries landscaping, irrigation supplies, and tools? They can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe, sprinkler heads, and nozzles to use for your yard. Using smartphone technology, you can even control your watering with state-of-the-art controllers. For all your landscaping needs, go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Hi, fellow sports fans. It's Ned Siegfried. What would we do without sports? Following our favorite sports teams, whether it be the Jazz or the Utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life. Accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with. If you're one of these people, we'd love to talk to you about your situation. Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free. Or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, thanks for joining us here on our 2020 PGA Championship coverage. It's brought to you by the number one putter in golf, Odyssey. Again, the number one putter this week at the PGA Championship. When it comes to majors, WGCs, tour events worldwide, more players choose Odyssey than any other putter in golf. Check it out at odysseygolf.com. There are bag rats. And then there are caddies. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. Yeah, caddy joins us each week right here on Real Golf Radio. Caddy, how are you, my friend? The caddy is just content. (laughs) Okay, well, that's good. Sometimes caddies are content, sometimes they're cantankerous. So we'll take content caddy. If you're not complaining, you're not caddying. So guess what I'm not doing? <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. Hey, what do you think so far? Uh, we, we talked last week about Harding Park and what we expected and how it would hold up for the, the PGA Championship, hosting the best players in the world. What, from what you've seen so far, what do you make of how the golf course is playing? I think it's playing as everybody kind of thought it would. It's, it's tough and it's fair. Um, pretty nice test. Harry Hague, once again, uh, just seems to have a knack for setting things up well, doesn't he? He, he really he really is good at it. Troy no, Merritt, um, sorry, Troy Merritt joined ahead. us in the first hour, and he said that he he couldn't he didn't know where the fairway was. It was so skinny out there. <laughs> But he hit his driver poorly. <laughs> he hit his driver poorly, as he said, and uh, and he missed the cut. But, uh, yeah, he said it was really tough driving, it, especially if you're a left-to-rider, which he is. He said you really if – you, if you can bomb it and move it right to left, you're going to do really well on this golf course. Otherwise, it's going to be a struggle. It's a bomber's course, no doubt about it. Um, you, you wouldn't think that with the thin fairways. You know, speaking of skinny fairways, when I saw those fairways, that reminded me of something I saw on TV. Anyway. Um, You're not going yeah, down they, the Marie route, are, are you? Uh, 
Well, now that you brought it up. No, 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 uh, let's not. Let's. We did that. That's been played. 28, 29-yard wide fairways out there for on many holes. Yeah, it's, it's tight. It's tight. But if you get it, the reason it's a bomber's course is you do have a fair amount of room between the tree line um, on most holes. When you see somebody hit it into the trees on a hole like 14, that's, that's way offline. And I've seen guys, a couple guys mm-hmm. doing that. But, um, no, they're narrow, but if you can bomb it down there, you're in the rough. But you can you can see that the guys can still move it out of there fairly well. It's 150, 60, 70, 80-yard shot. They, they can still put it on the green most of the time. So a shorter hitter who misses that fairway, he's really hurting. So kudos to Brendan Todd playing great, being a short hitter. He's obviously, he's got, I haven't seen his stats, but he's got to be hitting a lot of fairways. Got to be. So, so Tiger said that's the biggest thing you have to do. You have to drive the ball in the fairway off the tee um, because, because of the rough. Um, he said it's, it's spotty in some areas, and, but for the most part, if you hit it in the rough, it's, it's pretty difficult. I, I would agree with that mostly, but you you definitely I've seen lots of guys hit it in the rough and not the powerful guys like John Rahm or Tiger, guys right. like that who uh, uh, Brooks Kepka, who have that muscle muscle to uh, get it out onto the green from 180 yards away. I've seen plenty of those shots, so it's uh yeah that's why it's a it's a it's a you get a guy like Rory obviously so far not in the cards. Rory on his driver game, that right to left long shot in the fairway, he he could have, it would it it should have been a great a great course for him, but he probably just wasn't sharp enough. So, hey Caddy, I want to know uh, how I want to know how you uh, so accurately predicted how Tong Lee to be in contention. I mean, if you look back at his last six rounds, he's seventeen over par, and yet you said, hey, watch out for Lee. I did. I was trying to give him some, I was trying to get, you know, Hey, if nobody was paying attention, I thought I'd give you a little, a little love there, but yeah, I mean, you, you missed like you shoot seven over through two rounds and miss the cut of the Memorial and then finish last at 10 over par at the WGC and then come out and Hey, no big deal. PGA championship eight under through two rounds. There's that's the thing. Well, first of all, all the guys playing in the championship have the ability to light it up and do really well. And, Sometimes it just happens out of nowhere, and who knows why. If anybody could ever figure that out, they'd probably be Tiger Woods. (laughs) Fair enough. Hey, speaking of guys that seem to have figured it out, uh, let's talk about Brooks Kepka. I mean, 2020 has shown us things that uh, the world hasn't seen in uh, some hundred years, right, Uh, you know, with the pandemics and so forth. And now we've got Brooks Kepka, who's looking to do something that hasn't been done at the PGA Championship in nearly 100 years since Walter Hagen, uh, you know, won three in a row back in the 1920s. Here we are in the 2020s. And here he is in contention again after, uh, you know, being the back-to-back defending champ. It's it's pretty amazing how he just gets a sense of, of these majors and, and is able to turn it up a notch. I mean, the guy, you know, as Jeff Babineau pointed out in, in hour one, he has seven wins and four of them are majors. So clearly he prefers the major pressure or scenario or scene or what have you to just a regular tour event. I guess you might hear Brooks say that 
he really doesn't care too much about anything except for the majors. And yeah. if you don't believe him, well, the proof's in the pudding. Apparently, yeah, he's figured that out. And um, I look, I've always felt like having caddied out there for 25,000 years, I felt like a lot of guys actually overplayed a little bit, just played too much. Um, I love the fact that guys like Jack and and even Phil and Tiger, 20 tournaments, 21 events maybe. Look, Bob, you know the deal. If you played 21, yep. if you took anybody listening to the show here and you told them to go play 21 tour events, they would be flat out worn out by the end of the year. That's a ton Wiped of out. golf yep. Yep. and traveling. And it's also, it's like Watson said one time, it, it's really the mental refresher, the mental break that you need more than the physical break. And um, I don't know. I, I, I think Kepka's kind of got, he kind of figured that out or by default, he figured it out. Let's just not play a whole lot and not put a whole lot of necessarily maybe he's just sort of preparing in a way, warming up. And then the major comes in there and he's like, all right, boom, let's go. That's, I don't know how else you could describe it. Cause that's what he does. He's been doing it for a few years. One of our well, friends, that's, sorry, friend. that's what the best players have always done. I mean, you talk about tiger, you talk about Jack, um, you talk about any of the guys, they always geared towards the majors and winning major championships. And, so he's he's figured that out. He he's figured out that he can win he can win majors. He doesn't have to win regular tour events. I mean, where he's at right now with the amount of majors he has, um, you know, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. But um but it, it uh, I, I guess the media, a lot of the media are wanting him to be more consistent in in all that he does and not just in the majors. Well, there have been a couple multiple major winners with two majors who didn't win a whole lot of other tournaments. Lee Jansen, Andy North, yeah, for example. Um, but you get to three or more, and everybody's won a lot of tournaments. Larry Nelson, I think, had three majors, and I know he had to have at least nine or ten tour victories on Benton. Um, and he might be at the low end of that collection yeah. of guys. I, I think everybody who has four or more had lots of tour victories and Kepka just doesn't look like he's doing that. It's just weird because of that. It's nothing's been done like that. And you talk about Jack and Tiger. Yeah, they focused on the majors, but they also won a ton of other events. They won a lot of their other events, whether yep. they were using them as quote unquote warmups or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Caddy, so the, I don't want to make this the whole topic, but I watched uh, a thing on Billy Casper and his win at the 1959 U.S. Open at Wingfoot, and it was his My U.S. Open moment, and he talked about pressure, and he said, you know, when, when for him, when it meant more, when the pressure was the highest, his focus was the greatest, and he loved that. And I thought, you know, look, there's a guy that's got three majors and 51 wins on tour, one of the greatest of all time. And I guess if you if you relish it, if you can find, and I've heard Billy say in other times, you can't be scared. You can't play scared. So if some guys, I guess it's just a makeup thing. I don't think you can explain it. Some guys just have it. Some guys don't, right, in these big stages. 
I think uh, sports psychologists probably tell you that the very best uh, performers in their sports perform their best in the most pressure situations. And my guess is that's because when they get under that kind of pressure, they, they probably play out of their minds or play out of their conscious minds. I'm guessing and yeah. just let every, everything take over without controlling it. I mean, that's kind of what happens to anybody when they're playing a crazy good round of golf, right? You kind of, how'd I do that? I didn't really think about it. I just kind of got in the groove and went right. And they just seem to be maybe more able to do that under, under the most intense pressure, but it would have been cool to really know, okay, when you say I was more focused, well, what did that mean? Compare, tell me what, tell me what you thought about when you were more focused versus when you weren't as focused. What was the difference? Yeah. Yeah. Were you not, were you not thinking, was it just happening? Were you consciously seeing things better? Did things slow down? Joe Theismann told me one day, one time that when he got into the NFL, everything was really fast. And then all of a sudden it was like, it was in slow motion and that's when he started playing well. So that was kind of a cool thing to hear. Um, I love talking to when you get a chance to sit down and talk with these really awesome performers, it's cool when they, they give you a little insight like that here or there. It's neat to hear. Yeah, the um, game kind of slows down, doesn't it? You hear that a lot. And, yep. and that's not that's a common thing to hear. But I, I did hear Theismann literally say that. He said it went from hyperspeed to slow. All of a sudden, like one game, it just clicked. It was weird. Uh, but that's what he told us one time when we were, we were playing with him in Tampa at the Champions event. Yeah. And uh, he well, told us and, that. And, it was really cool. And the interesting thing is that the, these guys are able to perform under that pressure and not have anyone else really around them other than their caddy uh, to be able to do it. They don't have the team. They don't have the, you know, the rest of the players to to kind of give it give it away to a little bit. These guys are in the middle of it and focused in it the whole time. Yeah, you can – it always seems – some of the guys have that, they just get this look, right, about yep. them, or you can feel it. I mean, Tiger, I mean, come on, who hasn't seen that look all the time? And remember, Maria Floyd had that great line about Raymond. She said, uh, I've seen him win without the look, but I've never seen him lose with the look. <laughs> <laughs> I always that's love great, that line. That's a great quote. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, yep. Caddy, before we let you go, and we're just about out of time, uh, strange things uh, sort of happened. You got uh, Bryson breaking a driver. You got Ricky whiffing a little putt. Uh, you got Rory that's you know actually putting his ball deeper into the rough uh, when some when a re- after a reporter stepped on it and it got replaced. Uh, what what are some of the things? What what's your comment or some of the things on those those lines? Well, I just have one thing to say to end the conversation. It's 2020. <laughs> it is weird no, things I, happen, I, uh, right? It is just it's 2020. <laughs> That's like the, the, those are the three least weird things that have happened the entire year. That's how yeah. weird it's been. Uh, Rick, Rick, I would advise our listeners to not watch the Ricky Fowler putt. Um, when you saw, I saw it on video and 
it just seems like I was wondering, was that, did we witness the fourth dimension of space time going backwards or something? It was like, it was not natural. It wasn't, there was something not real. Is that, is that a deep fake video that I just saw that that's not even like, can a human being actually move like that? I, I mean, I don't know what happened there, but I was, I was upset by it and I can't unsee it. I would suggest yeah. not watching it. It's permanently, in, it's permanently etched in your subconscious. I'm scared to pick up a putter. I really am. Um, <laughs> I might just go like, I might do a one handed little flick at it. Just so kind of like Watson warming up at the three iron. If you chunk it, you don't really care because it didn't count and who could hit a three iron top. I might have to go really slowly into putting again. Yeah, that was disturbing. Did we know? Did we actually know what happened there? What happened? He just know. he took a he, he took a he, he took a stab checked. at it. He whiffed. Was it a check swing though? I mean, I it, I felt like <laughs> it, it was like a check swing. He was yeah. starting. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't break my to go at it, and maybe. Yeah, see, well, you're trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. Clearly, he just he just had a bad moment. Yes, he did. The only thing I'm certain of, the only thing I'm certain about as I try to listen to myself here is that I need to get out more. I'm I'm clearly suffering. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, or something and clear my head. On yeah. that note, why don't you uh, why don't you go ahead and get out and uh, and have a good weekend, man? All right, thank you, gentlemen. There you go. That was the caddy joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. We'll take a short break. The show continues next. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. When I'm not on the golf course, you'll probably find me in a river. Sometimes I only have a short time to fish. Sometimes I'm out all day going from spot to spot. Either way, I always wrestle with transporting my fly rod. Well, I found the perfect solution. The River Quiver by Riversmith. Handcrafted and designed in Boulder, Colorado by fishermen for fishermen. This premium rooftop fly rod holder transports your fully assembled, fully rigged fly rod safely and securely so you're ready to fish. And it looks sick on the roof rack. Locked, loaded, ready to fish. Get your River Quiver at Riversmith.com. At Callaway, we spent years obsessing over how to deliver golfers a better tour ball. New materials were discovered. Recipes were fine-tuned. Then, finally, all the blood, sweat, and late nights in the lab produced Chrome Soft, the ball that changed the ball. Soon, Callaway was the fastest-growing major golf ball brand in the game. You'd think after such a feat, we sat back and cracked a cold one. No way. Come on, man. That wasn't enough. Instead, our engineers set out to achieve the next big thing, a complete reinvention. That's right. We blew it all up and doubled down big time, investing in our Massachusetts ball plant with state-of-the-art machinery and expanding our team of progressive-thinking engineers, all in pursuit of a revolution in golf ball innovation. So, here we are, a new Chrome Soft with game-changing distance, incredible feel, and exceptional control. Our highest quality and most consistent tour ball imaginable. The new Chromesoft 2020. This ball changes everything. You don't create new distance by doing the same old, same old. Yet that seems to be how the golf industry builds their drivers. 
not Callaway. Because Maverick thinking and an innovative approach to R&D have taken distance to a completely new level with the new Maverick driver. Maverick's Flashface SS20 was designed using advanced artificial intelligence, a powerful supercomputer tested and refined thousands of virtual prototypes until it created our fastest, most forgiving driver possible. Simply put, Callaway is doing things no one else is doing. Maverick has completely changed the way distance is made. That's what separates the kings of distance from everyone else. Whether it's Maverick, the low-spin Maverick Sub-Zero, or ultra-forgiving Maverick Max, Artificial intelligence has optimized every Maverick driver. And of course, they all come with ball speed generating jailbreak technology. New distances out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Explore the Maverick line of drivers today at CallawayGolf.com. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. That's real golf radio. All right, welcome back to the show. Thanks to the caddy for joining us. This segment is brought to you by Callaway and the new Chrome Soft and Chrome Soft X. It's their best tour ball ever, and it changes everything. Check out the new Callaway and Callaway, excuse me, Callaway Chrome Soft and Chrome Soft X available now at a retailer near you or your favorite pro shop. Uh, Bob, continuing the conversation again, the caddy. Mm-hmm. Caddy was fantastic. He was kind of on one uh, today. But, you know, we, we covered a lot of ground. There there's some interesting things. He, he mentioned Ricky Fowler and the whiff. He said, don't watch that at home, which means everyone's going to go watch it at home if they haven't already seen it. But it's <laughs> it's how many, time, how many times have you done that? Can you think? Or maybe you can't remember, but you've done that before, right? I've never whiffed over a golf ball like that. You've never – how about missed a, a one where you just went to tap it in and accidentally missed it? Well, I'm not of saying course, yeah, it. yeah, but he didn't even make contact with the ball. Right. <laughs> well, I know that's not funny, especially where the one shot cost him the cut. I mean, that's brutal, but um, – Yeah, he, he missed that one. He, okay, he missed that one and made a bogey and then proceeded to make a bogey the next hole. So if he wouldn't have missed that one, he technically would have made the cut at plus one. Ouch. Ouch. My point Yikes. is, if you're playing along at home, take your time. Just tap it in. Tap, tap, tap. <laughs> tap, tap, tappy. <laughs> All right, Bob, let's talk about Tiger Woods. Can you believe we uh, haven't spent most of the time talking about Tiger? But, look, he's tied for 45th. You know, he, 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 he kind of held on there with a, a round of, of 72 in the second round and after an opening round 68. What's your overall impressions of what you've seen out of Tiger through two rounds? Well, you know, in the first round, he got off early in the morning. Uh, it looked like he was um, – his attitude, his demeanor, and everything looked really like he was ready to play. Um, he was – it seemed like he was excited. He was hitting some good shots. He missed some – he missed a few putts. But for the most part, I think he was, he was pleased with his round uh, of a couple under par. In the second round, uh, it started out well, too. But as as they went to the back nine and got later in the round, it looked like he was really tired. Um, it was almost like he'd been out there a long time. It, the weather was getting cooler. Um, there wasn't as much sun. And I think it probably just took a little bit out of him with his back and everything being in that cool weather later in the day. 
And you look at his stats, uh, you know, I, I don't know if anything particularly stands out, but around the green, 63rd in strokes gained around the green. Uh, that's not necessarily like Tiger, and yet he's 31st off the tee. So he's driving it better than he is uh, getting mm-hmm. it around the green, which is a bit surprising. 91st in putting, and of course, that new replacement putter, a big story. I, I, I don't know. I mean, he made a bomb in the first round, and, and I think he actually doubled. What was the stat that he averages about 60? Five feet of putt per round yeah. on the PGA yeah. Tour, and he nearly doubled that in the first round. So things going along pretty well. Not so much in the second round, huh? Yeah, the second round, he, uh, especially in the first nine holes, he only had one, uh, one one putt in the first nine holes. He's had seventeen putts in in his first nine holes, and then made one on the tenth hole, uh, made another nice one on the sixteenth hole. Um, but those were basically the only two putts he made all day. From, and, and both those nice ones that he made were only about maybe 10, 11 footers, 12 footers, something like that. So he really struggled uh, in the second round with his putting. He gave away um, one and a half shots to the field in putting in the second round. He was minus 1.67. In the first round, he was he was plus 1.25. So he putted better in the first round, not so good in the second round. And that is kind of the the mystery a bit of Tiger Woods. Uh, you know, in his heyday and through most of his career, he rarely missed a putt that he needed to make, and he he could save rounds with with a, with the putter even when things weren't going well off the tee or in the approach. But um, or he could just absolutely light it up and run away from from guys with the putts that he would make. Yep. And yet he he seems to be struggling with that. Doesn't quite have the confidence. It may, almost makes you wonder if we might see that old putter come back out. Um, you know, again, this is the backup putter. It's a little bit longer. Help him not to lean over so much. He he did say, look, a lot of the the Champions Tour senior guys they'll they'll start going to longer putters because it just you know your back hurts when you're practicing bent over uh, on the putter so much. So. Uh, Surprising one to good, hear him say so. He's kind right. of right in the middle as okay. far as the putter's concerned. I would imagine you'll see it the rest of the tournament um, because he's, you know, he's he he made it he made it one shot inside the cut line. Um, he's got eight shots to make up, and if he goes, you know, he's going to be going out early. He's going to have fresh greens, that kind of thing. So he's gonna um, he's going to have to play really really well tomorrow to get himself in the mix of stuff. You know, the guys in the afternoons are the guys that the morning times have always been have been lower the first two rounds. The afternoon times have been a little bit a little bit uh, a little bit higher. So, um, you know, if he wants to get back into anything, he's going to really have to shoot a good one tomorrow. Phil Mickelson made the cut uh, shot plus one uh, rounds of six seventy two sixty nine. So nice little comebacker there in, in the second round uh, in that in that first round, Bob. It's pretty interesting for Phil, who's known for his uh, theatrics, but a pretty boring round. I mean, he had one birdie one bogey and one double bogey uh and at the end of the day it was a it was a two over 72 you know a little more fireworks for lefty in the second round with a bogey on six and eight and then a birdie on nine birdie on 10 back another bogey on 12 which was playing very difficult and then back-to-back birdies on 15 and 16 so um you know a little little bit more action for for lefty um he is 50 out there playing in in major championship golf i know he's svelte i know he's got his coffee thing going and he's really proud of the way he looks. But, uh, you know, the game is, is not quite there. The, the results aren't quite there from, from his game standpoint. And I, I guess you just have to say that's a little bit of father time uh, that, that's causing, you know, 
Phil to just kind of be in the pack, if you will. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, Phil is um, Phil's kind of interesting as far as strokes gained off the tee. He's 101st in the in the field this week, so he's two thirds. Um, he he uh, he gave away a shot yesterday, and he only picked up about a third of a shot today. But um, but the putter has struggled. Uh, picked up a shot yesterday, um, and not quite. He was kind of average in the field today as far as his putting is concerned. So, um, you know, uh, he doesn't look like he's sharp. Um, he doesn't look like he knows where the ball's going off the tee. He's kind of playing army golf, left, right, left, right. But um, it's, it. you know, Phil, I think, is going to get through this year, and then he's going to um, get recharged when he starts on the Champions Tour or the PGA Tour Champions and is able to play in those major championships as well. Talking about the PGA Championship, of course, uh, the 2020 uh, first major of the year, which is uh, great to have. It's been 13 months since we've seen major championship golf. Uh, big storyline with Brooks Kepka right there in contention, looking to win his third consecutive PGA Championship. A couple other guys I want to mention, and that's uh, one of those is Dustin Johnson. Seems mm-hmm. like DJ was out there grinding. Uh, didn't feel like he had a ton of momentum going. Felt like he was, uh, you know, sort of struggling and and mushing his way through. But at the end of two rounds, Bobby sits there at uh, four under par tied for 12th yeah dj you know it was pretty interesting you know only one under par in his first round he got it all the i think he got it all the way up to four four or five under par in the first round and brought it all all the way back down to one under but uh you know maybe that gave him a little bit more incentive but in his second round as as you talked about he shot uh 67 a three under par 67 had a bogey and a birdie on the front nine and then on his back nine he had uh, uh, four birdies and one bogey, bogeyed the, bogeyed the final hole, missed a putt from about uh, six, about five or six feet. Um, but, you know, it's good to see him right back in the mix. To to get to four under par was, was a great thing, and um, it will be fun to watch some of these guys, Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, some of those guys um, play on the weekend and see if they can get themselves into uh, the opportunity to have another major championship victory. We mentioned DeChambeau breaking his driver. Any comments on his game? Anything you saw out of Bryson worth mentioning? Well, I think he's sticking with the plan. I think he's he's trying to just bash it around the golf course. Um, he's able to take advantage of some of the holes with that. Um, uh, one of the the holes, I think it was the 16th hole today, um, it, the, the PGA – of America put the T one T forward and a lot of guys were hitting, hitting drivers and reaching the green. Um, he hit three wood just short of the green. So, um, I don't know. I, I think this is a golf course where he can't release the Kraken, so to speak. <laughs> um, because there's, there's too much out there. If he hits it in the rough and he gets himself on the wrong side and doesn't have a, the correct angle into the green, then then he's got then he's over the greens or he's chipping or he's got long putts and then it's difficult for him to really score. Bryson DeChambeau tied for 25th at two under par. We'll wrap things up next. Thanks for joining us as we look at the 2020 PGA Championship right here on Real Golf Radio. Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This 
is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Tee it up at Uinta Golf and find your right fit. At Uinta Golf, they take customer service to a whole new level. Not only do they fit for clubs, they take pride in servicing customers throughout the entire store. They'll help you find the right shoes, bags, gloves, balls, apparel, and more. You'll find name brand equipment at guaranteed lowest prices every day. So buy it, try it. They know you'll like it because Uinta Golf helped you find the right equipment. Visit Uinta Golf and get custom fit today. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day 100% satisfaction guarantee. Temperatures are rising, and you know what that means. It's time to turn your water on your sprinklers. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate the golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Thanks so much to everyone who joined us. America's favorite caddy, Troy Merritt, kind enough to join us as well as uh, Jeff Babineau uh, from PGA.com this week. Check him out at PGA.com. All right, Bob, I mean, we got quite the leaderboard. It's a little, uh, there's a little... um, mix of different types of players in there what do you like to see in the minute we got left what do you expect to see this weekend at harding park well i think the guys that are major championship winners jason day brooks kepka justin rose um dustin johnson i think those guys are going to be the guys that you're going to see that are really going to put a move on um to uh win this major championship but you know when i look at i look at tommy fleetwood i look at daniel berger and uh, I, I think those guys are going to have a pretty good chance to get their first major championship. So you got experience, you got first timers all battling it out. And by the way, that first group you mentioned, 
They do have yeah. something in common, Bob. They all hit the ball a long ways. And, uh, yes, you know, Cameron do. Champ, you got to throw him in there, obviously, as well. Uh, how far back's too far back? I think probably uh, five shots, six shots is too far back. All right. That's going to be a lot to make up on the weekend. As uh, the players have said, they expect this golf course to firm up and get even more difficult round by round should be a great weekend a major championship weekend finally at harding park thanks to dave glauser our producer for bob casper i'm brian taylor thanks for tuning in enjoy the weekend at the pga thanks for listening to brian and bob on real golf radio join us on twitter at real golf or on our website at realgolfradio.com it's been real you're listening to the sports byline usa broadcast network